Welcome to the Transition Strategy. I am your host, Natalie Holloway, and this podcast is designed to help you learn about ways that you can plan your transition from defense. I talk to ex-serving members about their transitions. I talk to veteran-run organizations, but I'm also going to speak to experts in areas such as finance, psychology, business coaching, housing, and much, much more. I will also do some solo episodes where I bring all this information together for you to help you with learning how to plan your transition. So tune in and I really hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello everyone, I hope you are all having a wonderful day. Now today's episode is a solo one where I want to chat with you all about the tips to assist with your sleep while we are going through changes or transitions in our life. But before I go into that, I wanted to quickly remind you all that I have the transition checklist and the weekly schedule available for you to download. If you head to the show notes, you can click the link, which will take you directly to where you can register for your own copy. This checklist gives things for you to think about that will aid in your transition, no matter what stage you are at. It has areas such as mental health, well-being, finance, employment, and much, much more. So if you have not grabbed your copy yet, pause the episode and quickly enter your details so that you can receive your free copy. Now, before I get into this episode, I want to preface that it is just general advice. It's not specialized. It's not tailorized to your current situation. So if you are struggling with sleep or you have tried some of the tips that I mentioned down below and you're still struggling with your sleep, it may be best for you to reach out to your GP or potentially a psychologist so that they can give you that specialized, tailorized advice for your situation. Now, let's get into this episode. So sleep is important. We all know this. But it's important because it gives our brain time to rest and recuperate after our day of gathering and obtaining information. Sleep helps us with our brain, with our brains functioning in areas such as um, memory retention, focus, creativity. It can aid in our mental health through things like mood regulation. Um, It has also been found to strengthen our immune system. And there's other positive benefits of sleep. But during life, we go through many transitions, right? Um, Some of these transitions can be things like moving out of home, getting married, becoming parents, um, joining defense, leaving defense, and there's other areas too. And some of these changes can be really positive and exciting and some of them can be really stressful or can create a lot of uncertainty and anxiety. Now stress can impact how long it takes us to fall asleep or it can result in us waking frequently through the night and if we're not getting enough sleep this then triggers the stress home hormone um, cortisol which then further impacts our sleep. Now, noting what I said previously, sleep assists us during times of change as it allows our minds to process and adapt to new situations. So did you know that sleep can act as a natural stress reducer? And good quality sleep 
can then assist you with navigating the challenges or the change through your ability to problem solve and or adapt and process and regulate your emotions about the situation. So even though when we are stressed, it can impact our sleep, sleeping can assist with managing our stress. And this is why it is important during this time. So we, you may be sitting there right now thinking, Nat, but how do I get to sleep when I'm feeling stressed or worried or thinking about the things that are coming up? So last week I uploaded an episode with a guided progressive muscle relaxation, which can be a helpful tool for sleep. But one thing that you could try to implement is this technique in a wind down routine before you go to bed. This will aid in sending a message to your brain that says, hey, we're all good. And with that, I think it is important to say that one thing that can aid with our sleep is also a consistent routine. Now, this does not mean having really strict bedtimes and wake times as, you know, you must go to bed at nine o'clock and you must wake up at 5 a.m., even when you're not feeling tired, right? One thing that is really important about that sleep thing is being sleepy, which is where the routine comes into play. So we need to get our brain ready for that sleep process. And the way that we do that is by doing those slower movements or that relaxation or doing things that trigger to our brain, hey, it's bedtime. This could be things like, you know, having a warm shower before bed, doing a mindfulness type of activity or PMR. It could be reading. It could be doing puzzles. It could be doing coloring in. Like the list goes on and on and on about things that are slowing down, not so overstimulating, all those types of things, right? They're going to help with sending the message to your brain to go, hey, it's starting to become nighttime and we're going to be going to bed soon. One other thing that is really helpful to consider when it comes to sleep is the environment that we're in. So it's about, you know, making sure that our bedrooms are just used for sleep and sex. So this means no studying in the bedroom, no work in the bedroom, no lying on your bed and scrolling endlessly. Um, This is because our brain will start to associate our space with these things and We want to be doing things that promote a good sleep environment. So this is things like dimming the lights, changing the room temperature, making sure it's a comfortable temperature, because if it's too cold, we will wake up. If it's too hot, we find it hard to fall asleep. Um, And I'm sure all of you have heard of the hormone melatonin. And this hormone is actually produced when things start to get darker, right? That's when our brain goes, oh, it's time to stop producing this hormone called melatonin. And melatonin is the thing that starts to help us get ready to go to sleep and it helps trigger that motion for us. Um, And it's a natural hormone that's in the body. Now, other things that can affect our sleep are things like what we eat and what we drink. And in the Power Trio episode, which was a couple of weeks back, I spoke about how caffeine can affect um, our sleep and it can mean that we stay awake for longer. 
But the other things that can affect, <clears throat> sorry, our sleep is, um, you know, eating too close to bedtime, like eating lots of heavy foods or high sugar foods. <clears throat> um, also, consuming alcohol can also disrupt our sleep patterns or make it harder to fall asleep as well. Now, another thing that can help us with our sleep is exercise during the day. And there is a small caveat that I want to let you all in on. And that is that we also want to be mindful of when we're doing our last workout. So we want our last workout to finish a couple of hours before we go to bed. And this is because exercise, even though it's helpful with helping you feel, you know, tired for bedtime and helping with that physical movement and all that kind of stuff, it actually increases our core temperature and it increases our heart rate and it also produces adrenaline, right? And increased heart rate and increased adrenaline is going to, um, you know, make our body more alert and it's not going to make us feel calm and restful and all that kind of jazz, which will help promote our sleep. Now, one other little helpful strategy that I wanted to note prior to ending this episode is that sometimes when we're going through stressful periods, we will have racing thoughts, right? And one of the things that we can do to try and help with racing thoughts or list, like to-do list thoughts, like I went in the morning, I need to, you know, do, and, and, and yeah, all those types of things. Um, one way to help that is writing these thoughts down because it creates a little bit of distance from our thought um, to-do list. It's really good to write it down because we stop replaying it because sometimes our brain's like, oh, keep thinking about that thing because if you stop thinking about it, you're going to forget it. So writing it down helps us in that regard sometimes for some people. Um, other things could be, you know, when we are having those real big uh, racing thoughts or to-do list thoughts is maybe trying a guided meditation um, when you're trying to go to sleep, focusing on your breath or trying like a visualization type strategy, or it could be counting. There are so many strategies that can be done. And if you're not sure what one is the right one for you or how to implement these things, I do recommend reaching out to a psychologist because they'll be able to help you with, um, you know, working through that and they'll be able to do those guided type visualization type things in session. So I really hope that you have found this information helpful. I also want to just note that it can take time for a change in our routine to take effect. So please don't be discouraged if you make some of the changes and it does not work the first time. But working on your sleep routine and doing these things that aid in your sleep will hopefully help you with managing your stress during life transitions. And until next time, I hope you all have a wonderful day. listening to today's episode i hope you have enjoyed listening if you are not already you can follow us on facebook and instagram i have linked the show notes in the description for you if you would like to come on the podcast jump into my dms and let's have a chat i love sharing your knowledge with others but also chatting about your transitions 
If you like this podcast, it really helps if you leave a review or share it with your friends and loved ones in the community. I look forward to chatting to you all next time. But until then, I hope you all have a wonderful day.